My name is Wazir. My name is John Muhammad, and we are your hosts. And this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm fantastic. I'm feeling good, too, coming off that great episode we did last week. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Much thanks to Lee again for coming through. We're going to do more of that. We're going to have more guests on and yeah. things like that. I really like that. Yeah, it was really, uh, re- really inspiring. I mean, uh, his, his whole story, his whole life story and, and his career, how he came from uh, kindergarten, uh, six years old, knowing uh, what his talents and dreams were mm-hmm. and, and realizing them. Turn it into a viable business. Uh, so that's pretty much what this podcast is all about. That's what we want to get to our listeners. So what is the Business Building Blocks podcast? The Business Building Block podcast is a business talk show. Uh, it's designed for the entrepreneur or the business owner that wants to expand their business. But in particular, we're looking at the black community because our communities are underserved. And uh, and our needs are unmet. And if we are receiving uh, goods and services, um, it's not by us. It's, it's outside interests. It's foreigners that comes in, set up shop, and they control our economy. Right. So they taking jobs that could be um, that we could be benefiting from. Those opportunities, we we could have those jobs. But now we're suffering from unemployment. Mm-hmm. Because they're hiring from their group, you know. So we we address those issues in the business building blocks podcast. What is our motivation? Our motivation really is what's unique about this talk show is that uh, we're not like all the rest of the wealth building uh, uh, seminars type um, shows that focus uh, on just going after the money itself um uh we're we're more uh dedicated to a a, a building of a, a community we talked about right nation builder kingdom building mm. so that's really what what motivates us okay one thing that i'm interested in as we build this kingdom and we build these businesses uh, in particular i see a lot of businesses doing this for uh this is just, I don't know what to call it, a, a style of marketing or promotion. Yeah. These businesses, they run sales. Right. So how important is it to bring together a sales campaign or running a sale? Like, why should you do that? Well, the whole purpose of the sale is to give uh, to give the customer incentive to buy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we want them to buy now. We want some type of urgency about it. Right. You know, uh, we're in business to deliver our products and services. We just don't want them sitting on the shelves. We want we don't want our employees standing idly by with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. We want everybody uh, in motion. Right. And we want we want we want that machine in action. So we want to make sales. Mm. And and it's is 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 as soon as we can do that the the better we can make progress. And I know a lot of businesses, it's hard for some people getting started to see the value in that. Like, how how could I make more money by charging less for my products? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, giving that discount, uh, you know. But you got to remember, we talk about uh, a sales campaign. Now, that's like this is designed by you, mm-hmm. the business owner, you the retailer. 
but you also are the person setting your prices. Oh, okay. You see? So when you set your prices, you're designing the whole place, see? So maybe you add 20% will be your retail price. So if you bought the shirts for 80 cents each, you bought some T-shirts, and you're going to sell them, you may sell them for what? Let's say you sell them for $10, $15. So if you sell it for $15, and then you say we're having a sale, you right. know, you bring it down to $10, right? Or something like that? Or Yeah, say, say for instance, uh, yeah, we're running a, we got a, we got a blowout sale mm-hmm. for this, this week. Right. A Memorial Day is coming up. We got a Memorial Day sale. Right. It's going to uh, be we, a lot we, of those. We Our shirts are normally regular t- $15. Mm-hmm. But you can get them for the Memorial Day sale at only $10. Mm. Or if you buy a tool, you can get two for 20 You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you can start grouping it. If you buy two or three or you buy in bulk, right. then you can you can get the deal. But see, you 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 create the excitement around your product, right? the sale. Come down now. It's only lasting one weekend, right? right. Memorial Day weekend. And sometimes you can, you can lower the price on one item. But that item is usually not uh, sold alone. Say, for instance, at a restaurant, you got Popeyes now that got the Tuesday special. Uh huh. Yeah. You get two pieces of chicken now right. for only ninety nine cent or a dollar. That line be around the corner every Tuesday. But see, you haven't noticed the price for the drink and the fry. They might have went up on the drink and the fry price. Uh. <laughs> they took the the couple of dollars. It used to be maybe two. Maybe three dollars for the two piece, four dollars for the two piece, and it came with a side. But you seen them dry, drop the price of the two piece chicken only. They just went up on the side. Mm. <laughs> they went up on the drink price. Right. You look at the menu, and uh, what well, you got the uh, two for twenty dine in at the Chili's. You got the two for twenty, but they didn't tell you how much the drinks cost. The drink's three, four bucks, bucks a drink. Right. You see, no refills. Mm. So now you're going to spend eight bucks on drinks, eight to ten bucks on drinks. Now you spend 30 bucks. You didn't just spend the 20 bucks. So we talk about buying black, and what this does when you have a sale is add uh, incentive, right? It gives people a reason to come spend their money with you because we want our community to circulate the dollar, right. but they're not going to do it just because you're black. No, they may not do it because you're black. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> may not. So uh, we, we're we talking to the business owner, right? The right. entrepreneur. We're not, you know, of course we on a campaign, the Buy Black campaign. You know, black businesses matter. Black dollars matter. Right. So, you know, we activists, you know, we social active, e- economic activists. But in reality, you operating in the marketplace mm-hmm. with all, everybody else that's in business. You have to compete. Everybody else is, they got sales. They had a Christmas sale. They had a New Year sale. Black Friday. They had Black Friday, you see. And they're going to have Memorial Day sale. They're going to have Fourth of July sale. They're going to have back-to-school sale. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Come up with your, what, what, it, what is it that's meaningful to us? Uh, emancipation uh, Park. Now, we, we're in Texas. We're in Houston, Texas. 
And, you know, when the, the slaves were emancipated, uh, down here in, in, in the South, in Texas and Galveston, we didn't get the news until two years later that we were free. We've been freed two years later. Mm. And it was it happened to be on June 19th. So down here, we celebrate uh, emancipation on Juneteenth. We call it Juneteenth. And the freed slaves in this area had established a park. And they bought the land because the city of Houston didn't refuse to do it. So the blacks at that time bought the land and made them a park. Mm. And they called it Emancipation Park. Well, now 2017, the city of Houston decided that we're going to renovate that park. And they renovated, put millions of dollars in it. Of course, that whole area is being gentrified. It was historically a black community. Right, right. It's condos and all kind of stuff around now. They they redid the infrastructure. Now they're redoing the park. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to remain black unless we make it black. So we should have some sales along Juneteenth. We should have promotions around Juneteenth. All black businesses under my voice, whether you're in the South or not, you can have an Emancipation Day Sale, promotions. Right. Let's do business. I mean, if we are free, mm. let's let's be economically free. Let's get paid. Let's do business. Um, and if we want a holiday, let's let's take a uh, let's take a day and make it a holiday. Mm. You know, that's what we did for the uh, the atonement. You know, the the anniversary of the Million Man March. Right. We didn't ask for it. We took it. It was on a Monday. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, we free black men and women. Minister Farrakhan say it's going to be on a Monday. We taking off work. We shutting it down. You know, and we're going to make it a day of atonement. So we did it. So now uh, let's 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 create our own economy around our own culture, man. Because that's all the other people do is. That's all these holidays are really about. Yeah. they really just quarters for them to sell more products. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man. If you, you talked about business planning, well, as you operate your business, you have to forecast. Next 30 days, when the, when the month, when the new month now, uh, uh, May, what what are we going to do for this month? Right. What promotions are we going to want? You put, you put the calendar up, you strategize. Week one, week two, week three, week four. You see? Mm-hmm. And you decide what sales you're going to want, what what products you're going to feature. You project. What promote, you project. Uh-huh. You know, you got to be sophisticated. It's, it's a science behind this. Mm. You know, and we got we to gotta master the science if we're going to master the business. Right, right. Okay, then. Well, uh, have you ever set any sales before when you were doing your business? Okay, you know, we did about 20 years ago uh-huh. when we were, when I was about your age, we had a company called Black Marketing. Right. And of course, uh, Black Marketing has uh, uh, illegal connotations, negative connotations. Mm-hmm. It's like an uh, 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 underworld, a shadow world, a shadow economy. 
where you where you selling uh, an illegal uh, products. Right. But we are black people, and we wanted to sell products uh, that's produced by blacks and to the black community and be consumed by blacks. So that's what we meant by it. So we uh, developed a coupon book mm-hmm. so that we can advertise our products and other black businesses' products right. directly to the black community. Mm. So that means we had to go in the community and work with the business community and try to persuade them now to do two things. One, to advertise, the importance of advertising. Right. And if you have a product, you have to have a budget. You have you have to have a line item in your budget. You have to have an advertising budget. Mm-hmm. Because that's the promotion. That's how you're going to get your customers through, through the door. That's how that's how you're going to get your customers to see uh, your product. Right. Because everybody just wants a uh, quality product at a low price, right? Yeah, everybody like, looking for the deal. They're looking for that bargain. They're looking for that that value, that, that lower cost for the high quality. Right, right. But now, after you advertise, but you also, we wanted to, it was a coupon book, so you had to give a discount in order to make that coupon valuable. Mm. This was the incentive. This was getting them through the door. The incentive. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the next hurdle we had to overcome. Now, let's come up with a campaign. Give a discount on something. If they buy the burger and the fry, get the drink free. Mm. You see? Mm-hmm. Or if they buy the suit, you know, maybe the tie. You know, maybe it's 10% off or maybe it's 5% off. Um, you determine what what type of discount, but just give a discount. Mm-hmm. Have an incentive. And you see it all the time. You see those, like, warehouse places that's like, we're we're liquidating all our, right. you know? Because it, it seems like once you, you want to keep having new products, too. So if you want to get, you know, move, right. get a lot of those products out of your store or out of your... That's how they make decisions about what... what what they're gonna put on sale. Say, say for instance, you got some produce, and that produce have shelf life. Right. But we're not moving these these oranges over here. They gonna ruin in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So let's lower the price, and uh, let's move them out. Mm. You buy ten or more, so many, so many a pound or whatever. Right. And that's how. And sometimes you can you can take a loss on one product. In order to get people in, you might even give it free. Right. You see that on those coupon shows. People come in there, and yeah. they pay them to take a bunch of stuff out of there. You get a free widget. Mm. But when you buy $10 worth, I think they was giving away around Thanksgiving. You get a, you, you'll give it a free turkey if you spend 50 bucks. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you got to spend that 50 bucks. They making enough. They generating enough. And then when you get in there, you might end up spending 100 bucks. Man. Once they get you through the door. Man, okay then. Well, I think it's a good time to talk about some businesses who are supporting us. Right. This podcast is brought to you by Nation's Products. Nation Products. Nation's Products are literacy advocates. Yeah. They sell all kinds of children books. They have a cookbook that just came out. Yeah. They have a word search book that you have there. Right. Where you can go in the word search book and learn about black leaders and why they solve the puzzles. It's actually like a puzzle book. It's good for, I hear a lot of teachers like that book and stuff right. like that. It's good, it's good for uh, private schools, daycares, I mean, uh, charter schools. Mm-hmm. And see, 
Now since they uh, they're privatizing the education, right? Uh, so a lot of us are, in, are managing these charter schools. So that means we choose our vendors. So check out uh, um, Nation Products on Facebook mm. and order. Let's order from as as an institution. Let's order a classroom set of books. Or uh, let's 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 uh, order books for the district. Right. You see, that's how we have to do. We have to create libraries. You know, and we need to we need to put our authors in those libraries. Our children need to see faces that look like themselves. Very important. They need to see themselves in 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 uh, history. They need to see themselves in in their education. That's what inspires them to build their self esteem. Mm. Our second sponsor is Grimes. Grimes, all right. Grimes, nineteen fifty six. It's a local uh, Houston, Texas. They're based in Houston, Texas. And it's a printing company, a T-shirt printing company. Right. So if you have a baseball team or a little league team or maybe for your church, you have a family reunion or something like that, right. they print T-shirts, very quality. They always have the best quality T-shirts. They actually did our T-shirt, the business building blocks T-shirts, nice yellow and black. Uh, I'd like to take that time to, to, to make this announcement. If you would like to help sponsor the show, Business Building Blocks Podcast. Right. You can get one of these shirts. It's vibrant. It's the it's the color of our logo. Our mm-hmm. logo is on the front of it. You'll be a walking billboard. And not only would you be uh, promoting the show, but you'll be promoting the content that we discuss on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that we stand for. You can you can talk to your friends and you know, at the barbershop, you know, you can bring it up. And, and those are the type of topics that we need to be talking about. And uh, you can do that. Uh, you can find us on the Business Building Block on Facebook, or you can uh, find a link on Nation Products' Facebook page mm-hmm. that is, is being carried by them also. So you can, you can uh, and we, we united, we're networking right here with our sponsors. Right. So y'all, y'all go to check out Grimes, Grimes1956. On Instagram, that's at Grimes1956, and follow those links that he just spoke of. Now, right. what I like about those different businesses, let's take my friend who owns Grimes. Right. He, when we were in school, he always had a love for clothes. He always had some of the, like, coolest clothes and outfits and stuff like that. Yeah. So he turned that interest into a business when he was in college. Like, he was like, I like clothes. I have an eye for design. And he just put that into a pot and created this whole brand that told all these different stories and, and things like that. And he turned his passion into an actual business. All right. Now, a lot of people have passions, they have interests, but either they do it as a hobby. Right. And they just, you know, for fun and things like that. Or they're doing it for somebody else and they're clocking in and doing it for somebody else. How, if somebody's interested in, how could someone take what they're doing on a daily basis that they love to do, that they're skilled at, naturally skilled at, and turn that into a business? How do they do that? That's what this show is about. That's what we want to do. We want to translate your interests, your skills that you have developed. Right. Through going to school, going to training. Mm -hmm. We're all developing our skills. Those things that we're interested in are the things that we would do and not get paid for it. Mm-hmm. You enjoy doing it. 
Those are the type of things that you're, that's where your passion is. That's probably your purpose. Now, why should you become just a laborer or a worker for someone else to get paid off of your dreams, off of your talents, right. off of your gifts, your God-given gifts and talents? You see, you can use that now to build wealth because a job, you never get rich on a job. Mm-hmm. You can't pass that down to your children. So let's consider becoming an entrepreneur. Right. You see, now, if we want to be empowered, become wealthy, if you want to be wealthy, financially secure, you got to go into business. Let's, 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 let's take that and make it into a business. Now, what we need are some examples of that. Okay. And Grimes was an example. Last week, Lee, he's an artist. He's an example. But let's look at some other examples. Everyone has a lawn, especially in this area. We mm-hmm. have these lush green lawns. You got to mow your grass, right? Right. You got experience mowing your grass. What's the business term for that? Landscaping. Mm. You can make a, You can start on your street. Yeah, you know, me and my friends did that one time. Is that right? Yeah, once I remember when I first started doing music, we were uh we needed money for studio time, but we was real young. None of us really had jobs at that moment. I think I had a job, but it wasn't like enough money for us to pay for studio time. Right. So we were like, look, we gotta double up on this. And we were one of my friends stayed in the neighborhood where all of them had yards. Right. And then we just went, we made some flyers on uh, you know, Microsoft Word or something, yeah. just real simple. Matt put a, was, it, was this pre-social media? It wasn't, but I don't know. I think social media hadn't came into full form as it is now. They had uh, like it had everything. MySpace. It had, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we wasn't that long ago. I was like, <laughs> I was like thirteen during MySpace. But this is like, this is like early times of Twitter and stuff like that and Facebook. But we just didn't use social media. We just walked around the neighborhood. Okay. And and we undercut it super low. We was doing right. <laughs> we was doing front and backyard for fifteen dollars, dog. Oh, man. <laughs> it was crazy. But we was it was that was a grand opening sale. Yeah, it was a grand opening sale. And it was summertime. We weren't doing nothing anyway. Right. We were just sitting around. But we got like a lot of houses, clearly, because it was only fifteen dollars for the whole house. But just like that, it was it was moving. And to the right. point we had too many yards and we was like are we a landscaping company or are we doing music? Like, so we just had to get enough for the studio time when we stopped. But that's, I think that's a good example of how easy it, it kind of is that you can just like. Yeah, it's a need. It's a need. And I'll tell you another thing, particularly with our young males, when we talk about the problem, you know, the elders can easily talk about problems. Right. What's wrong with the young black male? He's on the corner. He's not doing nothing. He's, he's selling that work. Mm-hmm. You know, he committing these petty crimes. But why don't we create job opportunities or business opportunities for our young men? Right. Right in the community. Landscaping is one. One of them. Your home, homeowners need the, uh, the landscaping done. You see? Mm-hmm. But the church grounds needs to be maintained. Right? Right. Why don't we hire our boys now that are out for the summer? Let's create projects for them to work on. That fence, that wooden fence, the wood picket fence. Mm-hmm. It's got some rotten boards. Why don't we put a new fence up? Uh, 
fencing, um, uh, flower beds, build flower beds, you know, use landscape timbers and put mulch in there. Right. Plant some flowers. Uh, why don't we do some urban gardening? That's very important. Why don't we plant vegetables in that garden? Because a lot Vegetable of our garden. a lot of our neighborhoods are food deserts. Right. You know, so a lot of people eating, getting their whole meal from a convenience store, whether that be nachos or burritos or chips and stuff like that. But have you seen that dude? He's like in third war, young black brother. He's selling like fresh f- fruit. Fresh fruit, yeah, yeah. He just starts selling fruit on the, on the street. One thing about fresh fruit is no sales tax. Oh, right. If, you, if you sell 100% with no processing, mm-hmm. see, they can only sell tax on whatever's processed. Mm-hmm. So if it's 100%, there's no sales tax. Uh. So, but yeah, let, let food. We need food. If you cook, a restaurant. Or a food delivery service. Right. You know something about that. Food, oh yeah, deli- yeah, I deliver food. We, we delivering pizza, we delivering for others, but why don't we deliver for ourselves mm-hmm. and charge a fee? And why don't we hire our own delivery service, you see, and, and support that restaurant? We support the restaurant, we support the delivery service, you see? Right. And whether it's a homeowner, whether it's a church or organization owner, a business owner, that building need to be maintained. Painting. We need a fresh coat of paint on that building. Right. Interior paint, exterior paint. Regardless, let's put our young men to work painting. Right. Let's and if, for, if, they, if it's something they actually love, like a lot of us want to be athletes and stuff like that. Right. Why don't we, because there are already leagues and stuff like that. Why don't they start to coach? Because I know a lot of people want to go right. to the NBA, NFL. Not everybody's going to make it and stuff like that. Right. But you can turn that passion for sports into a coaching. And also, this being the media era, why don't you start a page and do something? Like, everybody watches Sports Center, everybody right. doing that. Why don't you make your own YouTube show or podcast where you are, you're already arguing with your friends who who right. this person just got drafted or which team going to win the finals and stuff like that? You could be recording those conversations, kind of like we're doing right now. Right. Create your own sports uh, podcast or YouTube show, and you can have your own Sports Center. You can have right. your own, uh, all these shows that you watch and stuff like that. Well, you just did it. You just said it. Um, you can create your own black media. Yeah, because like we consume we, a lot of media. Like we did with the with the uh, coupon book. Right. Uh, a lot of things are done online now. Mm-hmm. We have online magazines, online blogs. Right. You see, and podcasts. You know, we, we encourage those in the audience, find a subject that you're passionate about, and create your own podcast. Mm-hmm. We need more black heart podcasts. We do. We need to. We need to tell our own story, and we need to address our own uh, problems and our own issues. Yeah, and there's something about listening. Well, I was listening to a podcast the other day because I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's how we came up with the idea for this show. Right. Because I'm always in the car all day listening to podcasts, but um, they were talking about how. Because, and they, and they was talking about radio. Radio is very powerful in times of revolution or something like that. Right. Because the when you're looking at a, a video, your brain has to process the image and then the words, and then you get the message. Okay. When you're reading something, you have to you have to decode 
the language, right. and then you receive the message. But when you listening to just straight talking, the right. words go directly into your brain, unfiltered. Okay. Right. Almost like you're thinking with the person. So it's almost mm-hmm. more influential than any other media, which it is. It's more influential to hear somebody talking with nothing else involved mm-hmm. than it is to to see a picture or a poster or or a video. Okay. So if you want to convey a certain message, this is a very powerful platform to do it on. Right. Because uh, I actually got affected real, real... Like, I was listening to this podcast the other day about the Rwanda... Uh, this is off topic, but I was listening to a podcast about the Rwandan massacre or whatever, right. and it just affected me. Like, I had to, like, get over that. Like, it was just too... Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the Hutus and the Tutsis slaughtering each other. I was... And the whole world standing by watching. Right. Doing nothing, including this government. Either ignoring it or giving lip service. Yeah. But nobody lifted a finger to stop it. And it's going on now in the Congo. I didn't know that. Yeah, even a bigger war going on in the Congo. It was just bad. And and Rwanda's involved. Because they, they were reading a book from the perspective of the people that were that were killing the people. Mm-hmm. Not to piggyback off this podcast. It was just crazy. Like, it was talking about... But I think, wasn't it a... Because it's a business show, I right. kind of want to keep it on task. But wasn't it some kind of... It has to be some type of economic thing going on there. that led Not well, to go through the African well, history. I mean, this, show, this show is about international affairs as well... As business. As business, because business... Uh, these things affect business. Right. You see... The politics mm-hmm. affects the business and the social climate, the revolutions. That's a lot of revolutions. War. War is business. Business is warfare. Mm-hmm. And then war, uh, there's a social fact, uh, uh, economic uh, factors that are associated with war. Yeah. But let's let's talk about Africa. Okay. It was colonized. Mm-hmm. And I think Rwanda was colonized by the French. Okay. That was their colonial masters. So, but... When they came, we had different tribes. I think one tribe was tall and another tribe was short. Mm-hmm. So they were saying, let's cut down the trees, you know. And that they're talking about their African brothers and sisters. But the the master here, the colonial master, used divide and conquer. Right. So they gave one tribe privileges, more education, more uh, job opportunities. And they, like... Uh, was a was a class above the other tribe. Right. So when the French moved out, that like that left a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And the the shorter tribe had a larger population. So now let's get them back. Let's get the, the cockroaches or whatever they was calling. Mm-hmm. And let's chop down the trees. So they start hacking them to death. They killed eight. They killed like eight hundred thousand in like hundred and ten days, Man. and they was reading it from the killer's perspective. And it was, they was like, they just met up one day. It was just the next day. They was like, all right, you have one job is to kill. Right. And they was like, is there any people we should kill first? They was like, no, just go over there. And they was like, go start in this bush. And they just went forward, yeah, just hacking people. See, see, like, we, don't the, we don't get the whole picture. The the French didn't get involved. The U.S. didn't get involved. The United Nations. If you've seen the movie Hotel Rwanda... Yeah, they just kind of let it happen. Yeah, they allowed it to happen. They caused it to happen. Mm. You see, they orchestrated it. Yeah. If you really look at it. But uh, I couldn't see how could you hack somebody to death 
right all the way around the white man and your white man is the open enemy. He's the one colonizing you and you're not attacking them. Yeah. But you're gonna attack your brother. And I and I know those I don't wanna be insensitive to those that are in tribes because you may have been enemies for for five hundred years before they even before the white man even came yeah. in your country. And you're not you're not really looking at race, you're looking at ethnic and tribal differences. And we kind of do that too when it comes to like gang violence. Like we'll yeah. we'll fight each other, but then when it's a uh, when it's a killing from the other side, or we'll, let's yeah. say police killings, aren't, nobody's gonna. Which I'm not encouraging that, but we don't yeah. think to do that. Well, see, there's, <laughs> there's other factors. I see in war, mm-hmm. there are strategies, and your enemy use uh, tactics right in order to defeat you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Africa, at the time of the uh, colonial invasion, right. there also was a drought. So you had uh, other factors that caused people to migrate and have conflicts over resources. Oh. There's always conflict over resources. So then the outside uh, enemy took advantage of existing conflicts. They capitalize off of it. Mm-hmm. They set up a trading post. Now you in, in, in fighting in this tribe against that tribe and you cap, capture prisoners of war. Right. You And your prisoners of war become slaves. You don't see them as, as uh, your brother and sister. You see them as your enemy. Right. And you might have been enemies for generations. Mm. So someone took advantage of that and they, uh, the human cargo now, uh, we became, uh, uh, they capitalized off of us in slavery. Right. And it's economic. Mm-hmm. It's economic. So it's someone benefiting from that, uh, the calamities, the wars and the calamities in Africa, because they go and get the minerals, the gold, the diamonds. Yeah, the blood diamonds. The oil. They get those uh, resources cheaper. Mm-hmm. Because the Africans are too busy fighting each other, and they don't see their open enemy that's exploiting them. Yeah, even the precious metals that that they that they use to create our cell phones, they right. get from over there, right? And, and they hacking of, people's arms off and stuff. Uh, the, the the cell phones, the computers, uh-huh. and also military, military, military and economic. The the whole world, whether it's China, yeah. Russia, uh, America. Everybody need the resources of Africa, right? In order to be a world power. Mm-hmm. So, Africa is intentionally underdeveloped, and the 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 conflicts are forming. You know, I was looking at the in Nigeria; they had the Biafran War, right? And the you know in Nigeria you got the uh, the Ibu, the Hausa, and the Yoruba right. tribes, right? Uh, the Ibu are uh, Protestant Christians, and the Hausa uh, are Muslims. And the Ibu was given the education in Nigeria, right? The government jobs and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the Hausa was ruling. They had the presidency, some type of way. It was, but the, the 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 Muslims were poor. They was more agricultural based. But the Delta, when you talk about the Delta in Nigeria, 
the Niger Delta is where the oil-rich area is. Mm. But the but the masses of the people are in poverty. Right. And then the, the, the ruling parties are corrupt. But then France back one side, and uh, who's the other one? And Britain back the other side militarily. Mm-hmm. And they had a great famine and war there in Nigeria. And the they 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 was trying to separate the Ibus and the country of Biafra. But that never happened. They lost the war. And now Nigeria remained one uh nation. But there was outside influence there mm. and helped them kill one another. Wow. And now we have the African Union that have its own troops. Minister Farrakhan and Gaddafi helped develop the African Union. And uh, Gaddafi was financing it, right. the African Union. And uh, and they were going to create their own currency. Right. Well, or did they do it yet? Part of the reason why they killed Gaddafi, but... Uh, Backed by that, they, gold. They was able to kill Gaddafi, but not kill the idea. Mm-hmm. Eventually, gold is going to be the, the standard. And there will be a shift of power there. And this dollar is going to collapse. I mean, I'm sorry to share that with you. Right. <laughs> but that's the prophecy. There's going to be a great famine in this land. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to build businesses and get farmland. Otherwise, we're going to be with the bloated stomach and the flies and all that you talked about. Right, because, I mean... We see it other places, and we don't believe that it could happen here. I think a lot of people—I think people all over the world thought that at one time. Like, oh, that, that couldn't happen here, even though yeah. we didn't have knowledge of other places of the world like we do now. Yeah. Like, you see in—I uh, think it's Venezuela. They're having a civil war right now. Yeah, but, see, see, we made so many advances in, in agriculture. Mm-hmm. We became the breadbasket for the world. We was able to feed ourselves and export food to the rest of the world. We're talking about America? America. Yeah. And, you know, slavery, you know, all of the stuff right. we produced with our <laughs> agribusiness. But we wasn't in agribusiness. Well, I mean, we would let, we, you know. Right, we, right. We, we were the livestock. We were, tools. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. living tools. I mean, yeah. they became wax rich mm. off of agriculture. Right. And um, But at, what, what, what I was getting to is that because they have introduced all of these harmful pesticides and chemicals and is eroding the soil, is depleting the soil, the the uh, topsoil. So now, because you have pores in the water, you have pores in the air, and you have pores in the earth, you're going to be plagued with famine. Yeah, eventually we're going to not be able to reverse what's going on, right? Yeah, is that Glo- what you're global warming, you know, uh, what they call it, climate change, mm-hmm. is destroying the crops. Is destroying the livestock, and this administration is uh, like acting like it doesn't exist. Global right. warming and stuff like that. Right. They they want to um, defund the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. They want to cut the funding that you know this uh, Trump administration that's going to lead this 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 country straight to hell. <laughs> yeah, ruining the country. They they're going to blame us. They're going to make America great again. By blaming us. Right. But we're not running it. You are. That is a, a very uh, strategic way that they do that. Like, they have the the masses of the people mad at other civilians. Right. You know what I mean? 
Well, the Mexicans. Or, or the Mexicans. Yeah, see, we got to put up a wall because of the the, 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 the bad hombres or whatever. This. I mean, they over here, they're they the ones working the fields. They doing the work that, that a lot of Americans probably wouldn't do. Yeah, that we refuse to do. We're not going back out in them fields and pick no crops for you. Yeah. We're not going to. That's a trigger for black know, people. We're not, we don't want <laughs> to be doing your landscaping and, and being your uh, housekeeper. You know, our day of serving you is over. Mm-hmm. So now you're blaming the, our Mexican brothers and sisters for the problems that you're causing. Mm-hmm. But you scapegoating them. Or you scapegoating us. Right. You shoot us in the back, unarmed, and all of a sudden, I'm an animal. Mm-hmm. The brother, you know, uh, what's the brother uh, in Ferguson? Who? He, Mike he, Brown? Yeah, Mike Brown. He's an unarmed teenager. Right. Oh, he looked like an animal. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're going you gonna, you gonna to vilify the young brother. Right. You well-armed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's unarmed. But you going to hold him? <laughs> you going to blame him for you killing him? Right. One, one police just recently got off. I forgot the name. Yeah. But because uh, this is so many. It's going on all the time. But... Right, it's exactly what you're saying. And they blame the victim. Yeah. They blame the victim. They are the perpetrator. And we can see it on video. I mean, don't believe your lying eyes. Believe what I'm telling you. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that brother that was running away from me he was threatening me, so I had to shoot him in the back. You know. Yeah, and we get no justice. It don't make no sense. That's not gonna that's not gonna stand. Uh the gig is up. The whole world see it. Right. You know, that's not, you know. I always wonder. It feel like it's coming to a head, but I don't know what what that's gonna be. World War be- Three, because yeah, because Trump is in office and they doing so much. It seems like every day is something new, and it's like, where is this headed? Like, where are we? And we headed straight, <laughs> straight <laughs> off the cliff. We headed straight into World War Three. What are we supposed to be doing in the meantime to prepare? What? Are, yeah, what are we gonna be prepared? Um, the most unobliged mama said, do for self or suffer the consequences. Right. Or do for self before you forced to do for self. Mm-hmm. Now, you find uh, this false security on your job. Right. But you don't know they're going to be laying you off soon. Mm-hmm. Because the economy is going to crash. The dollar is going to crash. And you think they're going to hold on the job for you? They're not hiring us anyway. That's why we was talking about the young uh, teenager, the young youth, right. they represent the future. We need to empower them. You know, the maintenance work that needs to be done. In the business, uh, let's create internships. If you're a college student, see, look at all of the skills that you learned in college. Mm-hmm. And now you're empowering us now with this podcast. You're the sound engineer. Right. You're the film editor. You know, you took those uh, skills, you translated them, you brought them back home. We're empowering ourselves, and we're addressing the needs of our community. Right. That's the point. Yeah, and and the listeners are very grateful. Thank y'all to whoever, to all the people who have been giving us feedback, because that really helps us with the development of the show. Yeah. Like uh, somebody was saying, man, keep putting those clips out. We like to see those clips. Yeah. So they're enjoying the video. Uh, 
aspect of it. They're also enjoying the content of it. I hear right. people saying that they're applying some of the things that we're saying. Okay. Because we don't necessarily know everything about these topics. No. But it's it's great to have these conversations so f- for y'all to listen and dr- pull things from it. And we're figuring things out as we talk, too. Well, we're well learning, I'm figuring things we're, out. We're all in the classroom. Right. We're learning together. Uh, we, we are not uh, teaching a course in, in these subjects. We are bringing attention to these subjects. Right. We shed light on it. Right. And we would like to get more feedback. Right. And we'd like to spread the message. Click like, click share. Mm-hmm. Not just for the build, building, business building podcast. Do, do it for the business building podcast. Right. Do it for our sponsors. Do it for others, other black businesses, right. entrepreneurs. You know, we all we got. Very true. So let's network and support one another. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't cost you anything to hit share. So go ahead and do that. You talk about shining light. Right. And uh, every week we have a segment called Business of the Week where we like to shine light on a business that we think is exemplary and uh, using those business uh, principles right. that we like to uh, instill in our listeners. So one business that we would like to highlight this week is MoBang Media. MoBang Media. The business of the week. They're located on 2646 South, South Loop, West Suite, number 100. That's in Houston, Texas. Right. This company, I know them. Uh, I've been working with them over a few, uh, over the past few years. Every album that I've made, I've went to them Oh, really? And ordered physical copies. Now, what you mean by physical copies? Physical copies. So if you make a, you know, back in the day, which this is, I don't know, but I used to go and get my album when I'm finished it, mastered and all that, take it to them, and they would put it on a CD. Right. They'll make the packaging for me. Right. They'll do all of that for me, and they do quality work. And it's uh, it's a black-owned business. Right. And they actually service a lot of uh. Artists in the Houston area. So for the for the independent artists mm-hmm. that's trying to get their career up, go check out MoBang Media. And I think they also have a website is Mo, uh, MoBangMedia.com. Right. And that's M-O-B-A-N-G-M-E-D-I-A. And they do all kind of stuff as far as like promotional like pieces, like those little wristbands that you can put your company on. Right. They have those, uh, I don't know if people have seen these, those big, Instagram, like I'm on their Instagram right now, right. but it's this big Instagram looking phone board. Like it looks okay. like an Instagram picture. Right. You can have people at your show taking pictures of that. Okay. They do banners. Uh, those double cups. You can put your company on those cups. Like they sell a lot right. of those too. Well, well, we need some for the business <laughs> building uh, podcast. We actually do. Yeah, we need promotion items. Promotional items are very important because, uh, you know, it's just good to give somebody something that's not a flyer all the time. Maybe you can give right. them, uh, like we said, a wristband, a cup, a keychain, flashlight, right. stuff like that. Right. Uh, J cards, postcards. Mm-hmm. Man, let's 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 do it, man. Let's yeah. get, let's let's. Uh, if you're an artist, you need to record. Go to a studio, uh, record your music, and you need to publish your music. You need to get some CDs, right? And 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 circulate that CD. Get the don't wait for the label, right? Because you know a lot of us are. Uh, it's 2017, and I know a lot of us we have these discussions because I'm an artist myself, and we I hang out with artists and we talk a lot. 
And we all go to streaming now because most people, in reality, you don't really have a lot of car. Like my, the car I have right now doesn't have a CD player, or a lot of laptops make now don't have a CD player. But this company doesn't only do duplication. Like they do, they also do marketing. Right. Like you can pay them some, you know, a fee, and they they set up a whole marketing package but, for but you. But it's still a good way to build your fan base. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. Um, um, at your shows because. It does have this value, this souvenir value, right? That when they, when your fans meet you, and they can, they can get your product, and they can support your movement, right? And you can autograph it, or, or you can, they can take a picture with it with you right, and all that kind right, of stuff. Right. Use social media, put that, put that pic out there on IG. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah, because in the digital world, it's good to have things that are tangible. Like in my CD case, I have like a flip book with like photo shoot that I did, all kind of what, stuff what, like that. What, what, what album do you have? Photon Fever. Okay. Uh, that's my album, Photon Fever, self-produced and everything like that. Where, where can I find it? Uh, iTunes, Tidal, any streaming service. You can uh, find it on YouTube. I have a video right. on YouTube. You can search okay. Wazir. Dash bad. You can like me on Facebook too. The we talked about Nigeria earlier, and I put my video on Facebook, and I've actually been getting a lot of response from people from Nigeria. Like they're right. not just liking; they like the video, they're liking my page. Right. But it's almost like exclusively people from Nigeria. Like I'm getting and a I, lot of. I've seen also in France and and right. Asia. Right, yeah, yeah. It was this one country in Asia that likes my videos a lot. Man, real life. I forgot what country that was. I don't know. It was in Asia. I mean, <laughs> I forgot where it but, was. But Asia is huge, though. Yeah, oh, the world. The world. I remember Michael Jackson said he was number one in the world. Right. They were so, like, "Why aren't you number one in America?" He's like, "But I'm number one all over the world." That's right. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." So. so, so why does it have fans all over the world? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like they, they've been messaging me. One of them was like, right. "Man, we're really glad you're here. I'm a big fan from afar." This and that. So shout so, out to so all those people did, in Nigeria. How did, you, how did you get online like that? How did you get all over the world like that? I just put my stuff online, and this is a show where we like to pull back the curtain. So on Facebook. And Instagram. I know y'all see, y'all scroll down, you'll see your favorite artists, Schoolboy Q, Travis Scott, right. Big Sean. You will see their posts, whether you follow them or not, if you're into music, and you will see sponsored posts. You're like, wait, I don't follow them. How am I seeing this post? There's something called sponsored posts. Okay. Click that and boost your post for like $20, $30. Right. You might feel like, oh, man, this is fraud. Da, 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 da. No, every no. every artist you see does that, and every business you see does that, and that's how you get to people who are not following you, not just hashtags. Put a little money into it. Well, let's talk about it. If you were signed by the label or the big record company, right? part of that money that they give you for your project is... Um, Part of it is recording money, right? Right, studio, production, stuff like that. And what's the other part of the money for? Marketing and promotions. Marketing and promotions. So yeah. what, that's what we just talked about. Right. So we talked about advertising. Mm -hmm. So even in the entertainment business or the music business, you need to put money into marketing and promotions. Wasn't it, like advertising. A, wasn't it like a multiplication? Like if you spend this much, you should spend this much on marketing? Was it like 10 times or something? Was it 10 times? or Maybe. It was somebody Maybe told me something it's, like that. It's, it's, I know one thing. Uh, I know the recording cost is high. Yeah, like and I spent I, I spent four thousand dollars making my last album, and that yeah. was just on recording. And, okay. But 
uh, another artist might have to pay for production too. So let's let's round it off to like five thousand right. for the whole project. You probably need to spend at least, let's say times. You need to at least spend like twenty thousand on. This is how much a label or something would do, like right. on marketing and promotion. Right. Like they're not gonna spend the same amount. I took a a film business class. Right. Because I was also in film school for a little while. Okay. And we talked about funding films, which film budgets are in the millions. Right. Let's say Get Out. Get Out was made with like $5 million. Okay. But he made $200 million. All right. And uh, so when you, oh yeah, when they gave him $5 million for that movie, that doesn't include just making the movie. Within that budget was the budget for like getting commercials. Right. That you would see on TV for, I think you got to so, pay. So the biggest part of the budget is promotions. Th- that's the biggest part. The biggest part. That's what people don't realize. So that's what I'm saying. If you if you are an independent artist, you got to put some money into promotions. Right. You got to put some effort in some promotions. Yeah, independent artist. The, the biggest part of your 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 work is not just making the the art, is but it's promoting the art. Yeah, and that's what I'm learning. Because a lot of us want to just do the credit. Man, I ain't worried about I'm a I'm an artist. I ain't worried about the business side, man. Like, And and that's that's a... When you meet somebody who wants to work with you, whether it be a manager or a lawyer or something, yes. that's a red flag that I noticed for myself is when they come to me and they be like, look, you ain't got to worry about the business. I'll handle the business. I'll handle you. Let me hold your money. Yeah, as soon as somebody said it to me, I'm not working with them because that does not sound right. Why would they not... Even if they were going to handle it, why wouldn't they want you to be aware of what's going on? You always want to be aware of your business and your contracts and things that are going on like that because you're the only one. It's going to affect you, and you're the one who's going to... We got a phone call in the uh, studio. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, so, like, be up on that. And not just uh, artists, because I know everybody listening isn't an artist, but I know a lot of us that are listening are artists because I have a lot of friends who listen to the show who are artists. But if you have a small business, you know businesses are spending money on on advertising and promotion. You can't. That's another thing. When you're on social media, don't just tag 50 people in a post. That's not the best method, I don't believe. Okay. Because let's, we used to get taught in the nation that look at... The operations of the white man. And 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 he's see what he does. He's successful, right? Go ahead. He don't make no excuses for his failures. Mm-hmm. You do the same. Make yeah. I didn't even listen to that part. He don't make no excuses for his failures. Right. That's one thing. A lot of us fail and give up. Right. When you gonna fail a lot, a lot of all the successful people are the ones who who fail and keep failing, but they and, never and, quit. And, and you learn from it. That's a key. You learn from experimentation. Yeah. If when you was learning how to ride a bike. And you fell and skinned your knee. Right. Did you stop riding the bike? Nah, you were there. You told me not to. <laughs> you, just got, you just got back on it and you tried again. Yeah. Well, that's how it is with life. That's a principle of life. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, you got to keep on uh, trying. You got to you gotta do it different. You got to make adjustments. Right. But you definitely got to put some work in. You got to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the those that are successful are not successful just because they can sing or they can dance or they can rap. Right. But they're willing to make the necessary sacrifice. They're willing to put in the work. They're willing to put the money that it takes into their project. Right. You see, they finance it. Mm-hmm. Same with business. You don't expect to go into business and not make a sacrifice. You're going to sacrifice some money. 
You're going to sacrifice some time. You're going to put in your talent, your blood, sweat, and tears if you desire to be successful. Mm-hmm. That's the requirement. That's the trade-off. Right. You don't lay on raised couches, and that's heaven. Heaven to us is working in your own interest. Put the time and effort in it. It pays off. Right. You get what you work for. You get what you pay for. And everything of value comes with struggle. Is that what it's called? Or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a price to pay. The greater the the goal, the greater the price. And a lot of the people... The greater the opposition. Right. And I don't know if this is just one of those number, numbers people throw in where they say it takes like five years for a business to become... Or something they, like they that. They talk about the average business. Yeah, and it takes like five years for it to really get stable right. and... Stuff like so that. So when you when you when you when you're in business, you gotta think about the long haul. So the first four years, you might take a loss. You don't give up because you took a loss this year, right? Most businesses, when they start out, they take a loss. Mm-hmm. You 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 gotta uh, develop your customer base. In terms of an artist, you gotta develop a fan base, right? And you gotta develop your skill set, right? As an artist. Because sometimes you, you want to be huge now, but I'm glad I didn't blow up on some of my first stuff because right. I'm glad I because I didn't I'm glad I didn't blow, I want to blow up now. But well, what I did notice that when you put your uh, your video on Facebook, for some reason you just get the views just keep going up and up and up. Yeah, some a lot of people hadn't seen it. These Facebook views, man, they just, <laughs> they just keep going. <laughs> go check out. It's going up like a thousand a day. Go go check out Bad by Wazir. I always wanted to say that. Uh, how did you make this video? Oh, and uh, you depicted this uh, this this hip hop romance, right? Yeah, real you, quick, you I'll got go the over brown it. skinned uh, uh, girl as the uh, romantic interest, right? And a lot of people we don't speak on that enough because it's kind of awkward. But colorism is still a thing in our community. People don't notice it. If you look at the lead in a lot of music videos, it's always the light skinned sisters. No disrespect to them because right. they're our sisters too. Hey, we love them too. Right. It's not even a. It's not even a difference. They're all. We're all one people. But there's something about being closer to Europeans sometimes that leads us to thinking that's the highest form of beauty. Right. So in this video, I knew for a fact I wanted a certain look for the lead. Right. As a romantic, and I got this beautiful. Uh, so her name you is gotta, Courtney. You, you gotta go check it out. Yeah, go check out check the video. Out and it's just quality. It's a quality video. It's like it's really a, almost a short film, and that's how my videos will be going forward. There, that's why it's taking me kind of a while to get these videos out. But I have another video. I have three videos dropping this summer. Right. So y'all be on the lookout for that. And particularly that bad video. Now I know comparisons, envious, envious comparisons are never good. What? Uh, Wale, Wale got this uh, song. Uh, oh, P Y T Y. P Y T Y. Yeah, M Y P Y T Y. It's like weird. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty young girl, whatever it is. Yeah, shout out to Wale because he's been having a hard time in the media. I don't want to go all into that because this ain't a hip hop show. But I mean, but. <laughs> it was it was kind of a similar type vibe. Vibe. I would I would say I would summer vibe. It to something like that. Well, we coming to the close of this show. We covered a lot of topics, right. but. For the gist of it, let's let's round it off as we were talking about sales. Right. Go out there. Don't be afraid to have a sale. 
and uh, to gain those customers, give them an incentive. But, but it's a it's a campaign. It's a campaign. And you, the architect of it, you 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 design it. It's, it's like sports. You design the place, so you design your sales campaign. You decide what product you want to make a uh, offer with. You want right. to create a discount, create an incentive, mm-hmm. create some excitement around. Right. And then and then you build your campaign around it. But do build a campaign. Now we got Memorial Day coming up. Exactly. We got um, Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And we this is what we'll 4th do. Fourth of July. Uh, if you have a business and you're gonna make a sales campaign for these holidays, tag the business building blocks Facebook. Right. Business building blocks on Facebook, and we will repost your ad to our viewers and to the rest of the community. And let's let's build a community around this podcast. Right. Everybody who has a business. Find us on Facebook, and we'll we'll post you on there so that our our people who follow us will see you, and they'll learn they'll learn about your business, and tag us with your sale. Everybody who got a right. sale going, we're gonna repost it. So yeah, we're get gonna that be going. Checking. We're gonna check for our notifications, give us some feedback, how we can better the show. Right. And if you're interested in sponsorship, contact us by our email. Mm-hmm. That's the business building blocks show at gmail.com. Business building blocks show at gmail.com. Uh, shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. But you can also communicate with us on on Facebook. We got a Instagram, Instagram BB and a, and Blocks, and a Twitter, right? Yeah, BB Blocks Podcast is the Instagram and Twitter, BB Blocks po- Podcast. And check out the YouTube, Business Building Blocks. We on post, YouTube, right? Yeah, if you want to see what we're doing, if you're mainly an audio listener, Go check out the videos that you can see what we're doing here in the studio. It's a very nice studio. Uh, and, you know, you get to see our expressions and different things like that. Right. The interview from uh, the last episode will be up in the next couple of days. So and y'all check out, check out Wazir. He's a star. Oh, yeah. Y'all check <laughs> out. Uh, y'all follow me on Instagram, W-A-Z-E-E-R underscore. Uh, and check out that track, Wazir Star. All right. There you go. So <laughs> y'all have the blocks to build those businesses. So, y'all get to building. All right, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.